Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends. And she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one. And the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kid's imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. Today we have a great tale from the ninjas of Valleytown. And if you'll remember, on the last episode from Valleytown, Master Momo and all of the other ninjas went to the Dark Forest on an epic quest to save the Mist Fairies from an unknown evil force. Now, Master Momo had Goose stay back at the dojo to keep an eye on things while they were away. This episode is titled, Meanwhile, Back at the Dojo, and it's the story of Goose's own adventure while everyone else was away. So be sure to check out the website at uh, kidstoriespodcast.wordpress.com, and there you can find character drawings and maps from some of the previous episodes. So here is Meanwhile, Back at the Dojo. While the rest of the Valleytown Dojo was on an epic journey to save the Mist Fairies, Goose the wizard was tasked with hanging back and keeping an eye on the town. It was a beautiful Saturday afternoon, and everyone was out and about. The town square, which was actually a circle, surrounding the fountain was busy with people running errands, taking walks, and just enjoying the weather. Goose was dressed in regular clothing, but had a bright red circular patch sewn into the left shoulder of his shirt. This bright red patch let everyone know that he was a member of the Valley Town Dojo, he also carried his wizard staff. Now, Goose's staff was smaller than most. It was about the size of his arm, from his fingertips down to his elbow. As Goose moseyed around, the citizens of Valleytown noticed his dojo patch and waved and said hello. He would certainly rather be in the dark forest with the rest of the ninjas, but he was beginning to realize that this was going to be a nice, relaxing weekend in Valleytown. Ever since Goose joined the dojo, he'd been training with the other ninjas. He hadn't taken any time yet to visit the town and had not made any friends. He was looking forward to helping out and meeting some new people. As he walked around the fountain, ready to head north down Main Street, he noticed that everything was beginning to slow down. The people were walking slower and the sounds were slowly quieting until there was just silence. Soon, every person Goose could see was perfectly still. Some had their mouths open, stopped in mid-conversation. Some were on one foot, frozen, while they were walking down the street. 
Goose gripped his magical staff and noticed that it was warm. So he looked down and saw that it was also glowing. These were sure signs that magic and danger were close by. As Goose walked slowly down the street, looking for some sign of what had happened, to make everyone and everything go perfectly still, he heard whistling. The sound was coming from far down the street. Goose narrowed his eyes and peered in that direction. He saw a man in an orange cloak, piling things onto a large wooden cart, like the kind of cart you would attach a horse to. Now, this man was calmly walking in and out of the businesses on Main Street and tossing things from the businesses into his cart. From the bakery, he took the entire cash register. From the art gallery, he took a stack of beautifully painted canvas. He took the cash register from the toy store and was even slipping purses off the arms of people who were frozen on the street. Goose was baffled by this, but finally shook his head and began walking boldly in the direction of this brash thief. Goose stopped a ways away from the cart, and the man still hadn't even noticed him. In the most stern voice he could muster, Goose yelled, I am a member of the Valley Town Dojo. Leave that wagon where it sits and get out of here. The man stopped, smiled, and with a curious look on his face, he wondered out loud, Why are you not frozen? Oh, I see a magical staff. That must be it. You look pretty young for a wizard. Ah, oh, well, I'm taking this stuff and I'm leaving. Don't bother me. And he continued taking things from stores as if Goose wasn't even there. Goose got a bit upset at not being taken seriously. He charged his staff until it glowed a bright yellow and he launched a blast right at one of the wagon wheels. The wagon wheel shattered in a super loud explosion. And with no wheel to support that corner of the cart, the cart crashed down to the ground, clattering everything on top of it and causing some of the stolen loot to fall to the ground. The man in the orange cloak stopped and glared hard at Goose. Goose suddenly realized what he had done and hoped he hadn't gotten himself in over his head. He slowly pointed his hand at the damaged cart, and Goose watched as this, this other wizard began to magically reassemble the cart. All of the broken pieces began to lift off the ground. The wheel quickly put itself back together and fitted itself back onto the cart, and the stolen items floated from the ground back into the cart. Everything was just like it was before Goose had destroyed it. And Goose had never seen anything like that, especially not without the use of a, a staff or a wand. He didn't have much time to think about it, though, as this man in orange began to walk slowly toward Goose. This mysterious wizard held his arm out to his side, and a small black magic wand slipped out from his sleeve and into his hand. Goose could feel the power of his wand from all the way down the street. The wizard in the orange cloak pointed his wand at Goose and let forth a powerful icy blast. Goose only had time to raise his staff in front of his face and close his eyes. The icy blast knocked Goose to the ground, but it didn't really hurt him at all. His magical staff had protected him completely. The wizard was surprised and said, That's some magic staff you've got there, boy. In fact, I think I've seen it before. Then Goose felt his wand begin to take action all on its own. 
Goose held tight and stood up as his staff pointed itself at the mystery man. Goose's staff magically lifted the other wizard into the air and kept lifting and lifting him higher and higher and higher. The man then stopped suddenly and seemed to just float there for a moment, just beneath the clouds. Goose tried to lower him to the ground slowly with his magical staff, but his staff was doing this all on its own. And suddenly the man began to fall to the ground, fast. Goose knew he couldn't let this happen. He couldn't let this wizard fall, even if he was stealing. But he was falling so fast, and Goose's staff seemed to be stuck and wouldn't move right there in midair. So Goose released his staff and used his hands to muster as much magic as he could to slow the wizard down before he hit the ground. And it worked. The wizard slowed down just as he approached the ground, and then right when he was above the ground, he plopped down. As Goose fell to his knees, exhausted at having used so much magic without his staff, the wizard looked very embarrassed, and he angrily asked, Why didn't you let me fall? Goose was was flustered and confused. He said, "I, I don't know. I don't want to hurt you or anything. I just want you to go. Oh, I'll go, he said, but not without that staff of yours. The wizard reached out, and Goose's staff began to lift off the ground and float toward this mystery wizard. The wizard was using his own magic to pull the staff toward him, so Goose reached out and grabbed it. He pulled and pulled, but Goose and his magical staff were very tired from all the magic they'd already used. Goose was losing his grip, and the other wizard was about to steal his staff. But then suddenly, the mystery man in orange was knocked down by a powerful, mysterious force. And Goose held his staff tightly now, with no resistance. The other wizard stood up and yelled, Who did that? A small, calm voice off to the side said, I did it, Max. Now get out of town. Goose and Max both turned to see old witch tubes holding her broom. Tubes, said Max. Who? asked Goose, confused by all this. Old witch tubes from the rock fields, said Max. You two haven't met? I thought you and the ninjas were all such good friends. Goose, said Tubes. Momo asked me to keep an eye on you while they're all away. The man you've been fighting is the mysterious Mr. Max, and he needs to go. You're Max? asked Goose with surprise. From the Red Cloak Wizard tribe? I haven't been with the tribe in years, kid, said Max, and I'm done here. I'm taking my loot wagon and I'm leaving. You don't take from Valley Town, said Tubes as she walked to stand next to Goose. Max paused for a moment. He knew he couldn't fight these two, a crafty old witch with an ancient magical broom and a young wizard with a staff so powerful he couldn't even control it himself. He wasn't sure if he wanted to just run off or maybe try and take his stolen loot with him. Max decided. He spun around and ran toward his wagon. He decided that maybe he could get out of town with his wagon full of stolen goods. Old Witch Tubes calmly gripped her broom at her waist with both hands. The broom let loose a powerful hot blast that shot right past a running Max and completely destroyed his loot wagon. 
the explosion ripped the wagon to pieces, and everything in it was broken and strewn all across Main Street. The explosion knocked Max onto his back. He narrowed his eyes, gritted his teeth, and jumped up to his feet. He wheeled around, pointed at Tubes, and said, You'll regret that, Tubes! And with that, the mysterious Mr. Max turned and ran out of town. Should we follow him? asked Goose. No, said Tubes. Max will use his magic and be gone in no time. And sure enough, Goose looked back down the street to see no trace of Max at all. Thanks a lot for your help, said Goose. He would have stolen my staff if you hadn't showed up. Maybe, said Tubes. Let's check out this wagon. The two walked down the street and stood before the smoking remains of Max's destroyed loot wagon. Goose was wondering why Tubes would destroy all those stolen things that belonged to the citizens of Valleytown. Then Tubes gently raised her broom, and Goose watched as the remains of the cart slowly began to come back together. This was all happening as the citizens of Valleytown were shaking their heads and beginning to come to, no longer under the spell of the mysterious Mr. Max. Soon, the entire town was seeing Tubes use her magic to put together a cart and so many other things that had been obliterated into thousands and thousands of pieces. No one said a thing until the entire cart and everything in it was completely reconstructed. One of the townspeople stepped forward, amazed, and asked, What's going on here? And so, Goose and Tubes spent the rest of the afternoon explaining everything to the townspeople and helping them retrieve all their things from the cart. After that, they headed back to the dojo to wait for the rest of the ninjas to return from their adventure. The End Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to submit a question or a drawing to be featured on the website, have your adult send an email to kidsstoriespodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to leave a review on iTunes. Thanks again for listening.